Here we are, here we are, a year in the making, Bill and Mel getting together for our first podcast, and uh, we're, we're really excited about launching this, so excited that we've already got some shirts rated wide yes, for you, and uh, this is going to be a, a fun journey for us. We plan on uh, pushing out, you know, as, as many podcasts as we can, and this will also be in video format, so we'll be pushing it out on YouTube, pushing it out on all of the social media platforms. But um, I'm really, really excited about getting this launched. My name is Bill Cones. Uh, I'm originally from New York, and I'm going to turn it over to Mel Sip, who is originally from Chicago. And uh, you're going to get some wisdom and some youth, and uh, we're going to do some introductions and get things kicked off and get rolling and see where things go for us. So, Mel. Tell, tell us the story. How did we get here? Oh, gosh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for the introduction. Well, um, kind of like you said, Bill, we just, you know, it all started off in a little small gym in Round Rock, Texas. And, you know, I, uh, I moved out here from Chicago in 2019 down in the, you know, central Texas area and got into the basketball training thing. And just out of nowhere, I clicked up with Bill and, you know, we had so many bright ideas and like so many similar mindsets. He's like, you know what? We got to start a podcast. We got to start talking to the people. Got to start letting them know like, hey, by this age, you want to start working on this, 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 this mindset, that mindset. So, you know, as as much as basketball oriented as we met, believe it or not, Bill actually, hey, that man knows his stuff. <laughs> he knows his stuff. So he's like, let's put this thing together. So we've been working on it. We've been, you know, meetings every once in a while we're talking it out he's like you know what we're gonna get this thing set up so we're here now and you know what we're yeah. ready to talk it's been uh it's been a, a long time in the making and and really it's for both of us to to begin the process of what i would call giving back right and and obviously you've been doing that already through your inspiration through basketball and the people that you're interacting with um, over the years, I've done the same thing in various positions. I've been in corporate America, but I finally feel like I'm at a point now where at my age, I'm ready to give back to some of the youth and really sort of help coach and guide them into becoming better individuals, contributing to society. And with so much insanity going on, it's like we we need sort of a place that youth can come to and really look into themselves to to sort of find themselves right a, a lot of kids now are there's a lot of different extenuating things that are going on that are stressing them out and i feel like this will be a nice safe place for them to hear some you know hard things sometimes and also learn and understand what they need to do to be successful in life so you know let's let's get into that how, how where did where did you grow up and and you know, I guess we could say our ages. I'm I'm 53. I'm gonna be 54. Where did you grow up? How old are you? And 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 again, you said you got here in 2019, but what's the history? Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? When I tell people, like, you know what? I'm from a small town in Illinois, the suburban land area called the Green. They kind of look and they just like scratch their head a little bit. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just say the Chicago land area. You know, so. I'm originally from a small town called LaGrange, Illinois. You know, I um, you know, started off, you know, like most neighborhoods, just being influenced by everything that's going on around. So playing some basketball, rode some bikes, we went to 7-Eleven and got chips and stuff, you know. So we were kind of a product of like just the things we were brought up around. And then, you know what, basketball started to get really big in my life. 
not really big enough to the point where it got me on the high school floor, but I did get a chance to kind of, you know, basically walk on to my college court, um, got a chance to play a little bit. And then from there on, basketball kind of just took over. I began like teaching it to others because I just kind of fell out like, man, I'm learning all this stuff at such a late age. And I kind of got into the coaching and mentoring and teaching and I've never looked back from there. So from there, about a few years after my community college, that was a Morton College in Cicero, Illinois. After a few years out of that, I had got a chance to coach a little bit. Uh, it was a small public school in the downtown Chicago area. Kind of went out there. It was all right. I loved it. I'm like, man, like, I don't know how long I'll be able to like keep this up. You know, the commute was crazy. So you know what? Everything kind of worked out almost in the craziest way because we ended up moving to Texas. And wouldn't you know, as soon as I got down here, this is where my calling was going to be. Like, I found myself in the three years I spent in Texas, you know, I was got a chance to compete and we end up winning back to back state championships at my small school we were at. Um, a lot of my classes that were at my previous college going on to the college out here in Killeen, Texas, a lot of my classes didn't transfer. So I ended up starting my degree all the way over, got that degree out the way. So like for me, I kind of just feel like I'm like, man, you know what? This podcast is going to be such a good thing because kind of like you said, there's so much going on in the society of the youth today. There's got to be some place, somewhere, something that can come to you. Like, man, I wonder if anybody gets it. And I think yeah. for me, my entire foundation as a basketball coach and as a mentor, as a teacher, it's built on, I guess you can call them struggles or you can call them experience. So, mm -hmm. you know, my transition here has been like no other. There's not even enough time for me to fully get into it all, but I'll just leave it right there. <laughs> great. That's great. And it is, I mean, that, you know, that move to Texas and I've got several of these that I call major life decisions, sort of fork in the road, right? You're, you're right. going down one road and all of a sudden something comes up and you're like, it's, it's changing, but four years earlier or two years or even a year earlier, you probably weren't thinking like, Hey, I'm going to hit a fork in the road and have to make like one of these life changing decisions. And, those are tough to sort of deal with and sort of handle, but you've embraced it, have come down and sort of taken control of it. And I feel like the impact that you're making now on the people that you're interacting with has been phenomenal. And we know it just from our son and then, you know, the people that we're seeing at the gym on a daily basis. So it's it's really great. And, and I'm excited about the future of where things go with you and your career. I'm obviously at 53. I'm not going to say I'm at the end of my career, but clearly I've got, you know, almost 35 years under my belt of, or even longer. I mean, I started my career really young as an entrepreneur, but, um, you know, you've got many years ahead of you. So I think us doing this podcast and, and sort of bringing some of those things to light as to what it takes to get to where I'm at in life and what it takes even to get where you're at in life because you're not 15 anymore, you're not 20. You've got some life experiences for people to look into and to build on. And you know, your move to Texas was was one of those life-changing experiences. So um, that's that's really exciting. What um what what do you think the the biggest what was the biggest challenge of you? picking up and moving from Chicago to Texas? What, what do you think that was? Uh, 
So this is one of those things where I tell a lot of my the kids I work with every day, like sometimes you just gotta you gotta go. The biggest challenge was letting go. That was probably yep. it. Letting go, you know. So to answer your question too, I missed it because I was rambling. I'm 27. Um, when I moved out of Chicago, I was 23. Okay. But the biggest challenge was letting go, you know. Yeah. Like, so when I moved to Killeen, I moved, I realized that, you know, this is a primarily a military town. So people move in from all over the place. Like mm-hmm. when I would go play basketball and stuff, I'd be playing ball with a guy from New York, Michigan, Virgin Islands, all over the place. I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, how do you guys just, you know, blend and mix like that? And it's so crazy because when I was growing up, we only knew people in the same little three or four blocks. Sure. And then in 23 years there, I did, you know, middle school, elementary, high school, college. I did like a majority of my schoolhood there, you know. So when I up yeah. and left, it was the craziest thing because I spent so much time going back, trying to be around that familiar comfort. And mm-hmm. I think that right there was the thing. It's just like sometimes as people, we want to be around what's comfortable. But if you're comfortable, you won't necessarily grow. And the time I spent going back and forth there, we don't even want to talk about the amount of money it costs, planes, hotels, driving, you know, getting rides from the airport and stuff. All that time and money could have been invested in something here. And it's just like coming up on November here, this will be four years in, in Texas. You can pay me to go back to Illinois. Like there's nothing there for me anymore. So yeah. I think the hardest part was just to jump and just letting go and realizing that, you know, yeah. sometimes to get that big leap ahead, you got to take those two steps back. And I was taking those two steps back and I never jumped forward back again. So like I had to hundred percent commit to like, you're in Texas, yep. start playing for yourself, start getting after it. So absolutely. Yep. And and we have a, we really have a very similar story. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into maybe some of our, some of the, the tough things that we've had to handle as we continue through the podcast. But for me, I left New York at 21, and it was it was it was sort of a it was one of those life changing forks that came up for me, but not not based on what I wanted to do. I was really a victim of of certain circumstances, and I and I I've said that before um, in in many conversations with people. Right, we're we're sort of a victim, and I use that term very loosely. I don't mean that in a negative way, but we are we are built on our circumstances right things that come up we have to make decisions that are tough so for me like i said i'm 53 i grew up in a small town called hop hog new york right in the middle of long island and you know had the same type of experience you know grade school middle school high school grew up with a network of friends that by the way facebook when it came out reconnected me with a lot of those people because i had been out of new york since i was 21 so almost you know 20 25 years by the time facebook hit um but i did grow up in a small town and um feel like leaving that was tough right but i had to make that decision so when i joined the air national guard i came down to texas for training i went to illinois for um for um for my weather forecasting training so i'm a formally trained weather forecaster in the air force and while i was there my unit in new york closed up and they were like you got to find a new unit right you can't get out of the air force you've got to move and with the guard it's a little bit different than the regular air force 
I had to find a new guard unit and I actually had to transfer to that unit versus regular Air Force who would just be reassigned. So I had two guys that were going to, um, that were in Kansas and they said, hey, we've got an opening in Kansas, move to Kansas. So I hit like this fork in the road, like my whole plan of moving to, you know, going to Illinois, going back to Long Island, being with my friends and all that, all of a sudden that dream just disappeared. So I made a life-changing decision and picked up and drove from essentially from New York to Illinois and then from Illinois to Kansas, had never stepped foot in Kansas before, ever. Wow. Drove to Kansas at, you know, we graduated from our class at like noon on a Tuesday afternoon. I got in the car from Champaign, Illinois, which, you know, that's south of Chicago. And on I-70 all the way to Kansas. And I had never touched foot ever in Kansas. Got set up at the, at Fort Riley. I I know I was on the job training for 45 days. Uh, Got set up at Fort Riley. And I was there for 45 days. And in between, I would drive to Lawrence, Kansas, which was probably about an hour. And you want to talk about figuring things out. I had to go get an apartment. I had to go figure out where I was going to work, which luckily I had some experience doing like customer service stuff. So I got a job at Sally May, the student loan company in Lawrence, Kansas. That job led to connections, which means I'm meeting people, beginning to sort of network a little bit. And, uh, and and really, it was just like one of these holy cow moments of, you know, I've got to go sign up for electric and, and gas and, you know, get furniture. And back then, 1992, we didn't have cell phones as prevalent as they were today. They were just coming out, right? So, you know, driving to different places, making phone calls from my phone <laughs> attached to the wall. It was a much, much different world now, right? So... Um, Some of these struggles that we go through are things that are building blocks in order for you to be more successful in life. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the hard times that we have to go through are building blocks. And and I think now what, what I've seen with youth and what I've seen with parents these days is they wanna, the goal is to try to make it easier and better for our kids, right? And making it easier doesn't necessarily translate into them being better and more productive people in society, right? Without having to encounter any challenges at all you and, and getting everything sort of fixed for you, you now have sort of an easy way out. And the expectation going forward is if I have a problem, it's automatically going to be fixed. So for me, yeah. I had very, very, very minimal help at 21 years old and had to just make it happen. Sounds like in your situation, almost the same thing, right? You're picking up, you're moving from Chicago to Texas, much different environment, mm-hmm. um, different people. Um, obviously we know both you know, Chicago and New York are, are, are struggling now with a lot of very difficult things. And a lot of people are moving out of those states, Illinois and New York to, Texas to Florida to other places. So, um, you know, that that presents that whole we're a victim of our circumstance and sometimes we need to make these tough decisions. So I feel like where I grew up, it it was the best time, I think, to grow up in the 80s. I'm a, obviously a Gen Xer, so I'm an 80s baby, or I was born in 69, but grew up in the 70s and 80s. And that, you know, to me, 
that would that put gave me the building blocks and the grit that I needed to say, okay, I, I need to go do this, and one way or another, I'm going to figure it out. And and I'm I'm proud of myself for that. And I and I really feel like kids these days, if you go through some struggles and you break through those barriers, it is going to help you enormously, right? Um, so hopefully, hopefully, as we continue to build on this podcast and we come up with new topics and maybe get some topic suggestions from kids and youth, we're, we're going to really be able to give back. Because I, like I said, I've got a wealth of, you know, I've been around for 53 years. I've got a wealth of knowledge and information to give back, whether it's finance, handling situations, you know, day-to-day living, everything. Like, I feel like I'm ready to unleash that and give back to, to society and the community. And, and I think between the two of us, building on those things and and having a little bit of that sports edge to it where we can talk sports every once in a while because we know that that's those are the two things that we love um it'll help so um i really feel like my dreams over the years have been to just be where i'm at today i i have no regrets on anything that i've done throughout my life and i feel like where i'm at today is where i should be and i feel like you and i coming together was a perfect match for these things to come out in both of us in order to try to help you going forward and uh you know to me the name is just the best right rated y yeah. for you. it's just we love it rated y for you yeah. we love it <laughs> got to get some shirts out to the community and we'll be working on that Amen. So, good well let's let's pop into that like what is rated y for youth and in 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 your words what do you really feel like the core mission is for what we're doing and what we're about to do you know i remember a couple months ago when we were brainstorming names trying to find something like you know what what can we start up with like how can we make this appealing and ready yeah. why for you i'm not sure which one of us it came to but whatever we're on the same team i love it because there's so much that goes on like kind of like you said you were brought up in the 80s in 90s heck i was born in 96 so it's yeah. just like the youth has changed so much because mm-hmm. they go through things at a younger age now like you know working at hendrickson high school i'm walking around i'm talking freshmen sophomore juniors the things that they tell me me working in the behavior department i kind of yeah. listen to all the you know oohs and ahs and different things that go on some of the stuff that these kids are experiencing is like this is crazy like how are you experiencing this at a young age so way to watch the youth to me is like this is going to be a podcast but it's also going to be like a mentorship where it's like these kids they don't they don't really fully understand what's happening to them whether it be emotionally physically mentally whatever it may be so i think our mission statement or one of our mission statements is just going to be connect first and one of the mantras that i use as a basketball coach is connect first coach second we want to connect to the youth in a way where they'll feel safe they'll feel like we can trust them and vice versa and it's just like we're just going to pop out different subjects about what goes on day to day and kind of going back off what you said this is such a good blend because you're a parent and you are obviously investing in your child and different things like that and you're doing everything you can to make sure he grows up safe productive and you know, obviously make something, and there's gonna be challenges that come with that. And oh, yeah. essentially, I have a hundred kids because coaching basketball, I talk to these guys all day, every day. And it's just like I think Radio Wild for Youth is gonna be something that's gonna it's gonna literally market itself 
because nowadays there are kids who are just like they need help and they can't get it at home, you know. And like you said, this is it's more about basketball. Obviously, the backs of all courts in the background, people are, oh, this is a basketball podcast. Yeah, I mean, not really, but we'll talk about it from time to time. But I think the brand itself is going to be nice. And yeah. it's just going to be something where it can relate. I think that's the key word right there is to relate, relate, uh-huh. relate. You know, so yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I agree. And it, you know, I think my my original thought process on it was bringing the wisdom of Bill and the youth of Mel. So the rated Y for youth is just a perfect sort of mix of that. And and I do agree with you that there are a lot of kids out there nowadays. And we'll even we may even dive into some statistics and some information that we've been gathering on, you know, uh, the different stress levels that kids are having, the level of anxiety that they're going through, and and really how can we give back, right? The best thing that we can do is to try to help our youth clear the air, focus, and really not let all of this outside influence and anxiety and peer pressure and everything take them down, right? That we need to build strong kids that are able to continue to, you know, build themselves up and continue to flourish in life. Yes. Uh, so for me, I think just bringing that angle of it is is really going to help. Um, and and I feel like, you know, I feel like between the both of us, you know, there's there's you know a a good mix of 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 wisdom and youth that people will want to build on. So I feel like bringing that to the table is really going to help out. So uh, you know that's. That's my goal with it is to make sure that we can give back and we can help the youth continue to thrive, survive, make it through the challenges. And if there's mentorship off of that, that's great. Uh, I feel like there's also an opportunity for that going forward. And and maybe there's some things that develop from it. So, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm doing it to give back. For me, it's I've lived a great life. Uh, Like you said, I do have kids of my own right now, so I'm doing my best to help move them forward but i also feel like i'm ready to give back to help others move forward so that's that's really the reason why i'm sitting here today and why why i feel like i want to be a part of this and why i i need to be a part of it love that yes so that's great um so long-term vision for the podcast like i just sort of went off a little bit on what i think what are your thoughts on long term? Like, I know we want to try to launch several episodes of this and begin whether we, you know, fire up one a week, maybe we fire up maybe a few quicker ones, not really sure yet. But my vision is podcast, video content, um, really getting, you know, some t- we've talked about selling merchandise and I'm on the board of the YMCA in Round Rock. So maybe giving a percentage back to the YMCA. Uh, really doing our best to help out the youth today. And by the way, you had made a point of this, and I'll bring it up. It's not necessarily youth that potentially will listen to this and get something out of it. Um, it could be anybody, really. I mean, yes. the podcast is obviously focused on youth and getting them through some of the challenges, whether they're 15 or 25 and still a youth. But you know, there could be a parent out there that's 45 and is listening to this going man i really you know i want to connect my son or daughter and have them listen to this and let me tell you why that's important um i'll go i'll go a little bit i'll go a little bit personal on this particular point um my dad passed away when i was 15 instantly 
Um, well, as instantly as it can happen. So he had a brain aneurysm and um, basically was unable to communicate for a few weeks and passed away on Father's Day in 1985. So if you think about that situation, right? My mom, I believe, was 39 at the time and left with a son that was 15 and a son that was 13. Now what, right? Good thing I grew up where I grew up because I had 25 or 30 kids within two blocks of where I live. They were all within a certain age range, but I would say probably 10 of them were my age. 10 of them were, or 15 or 20 of them were a little bit older, 50 or 20 of them were a little bit younger. So you're talking about a network of 50 kids. It was super important, not only for myself to have that connection with people, but also my mom to be able to lean on individuals and friends, right? I I don't know if life is a lot more segmented now, right? Mm-hmm. People are moving a lot more often. You don't really have the the real network of community that we may have seen in the past. So if down the block somebody's parent passes away and all of a sudden they're a single mom and they're 40 or 45, what do they do, right? There's some community resources. There's obviously going to be close friends and family that can help out, but um, there there may be some some opportunities for us to bring to light some things, maybe some challenges that I saw throughout my youth that will help out individuals that are in that situation. And uh, obviously, COVID had a, a major impact on people passing away unexpectedly. So we'll see where that goes. But I feel like there's some some ways for me to give back on that too and i feel like that could be part of the vision so um you know like again we're we're touching on a couple interesting things out of the gate but we're gonna you know i know we probably have about seven or eight podcast ideas that are already sort of built out so we're going to continue to build on those and and get them out on the table and we'll see how the how do the community reacts and 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 how much the how much they want to they want to they get out of this. Absolutely. Well, um, to answer your question, the long-term vision for me, um, honestly, kind of like you said, just kind of wording it a little bit different. One of the mantras that I have now as a coach is my job is to lead, to care, and to inspire. Not when, not, you know, get all types of accolades and credentials. It's just to lead, to care, to inspire. So I want to take that and translate it over to our podcast. I want to lead. I want people to hear our stories, hear our experience, hear our struggles, and be like, oh, man, well, if they can do that, and if they learn this from that, then I might be able to da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? Everybody yeah. has a different rate of how they process this hurt, trauma, you know, getting over things. And that's fine, but at the end of the day, I'm all about leadership because sometimes people just need to see somebody else enduring. And it sounds crazy enough, but... I think that's one of the very hidden things about humanity is just like you never know who's doing bad outside. You, you can be walking around outside in the grocery store, school, and like people just wear frustration with a smile. So sometimes it goes a long way to just, you know, lead by example. So that's my first thing to care. I want to show people that we care. Like I want to eventually have feedback going on. I want guys to chime in like, hey, can you talk about da 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 today? Or can you mention yeah. how you respond to 
you know, X, Y, Z. So I think that's going to be really, really cool, too, to get live feedback from the community, kind of like you said. Yeah. And the last one, lead, care, to inspire. One of my biggest, biggest things. I was just, you know, kind of joking with myself a couple of months or so ago. I'm like, you know what? Everybody on the planet has a superpower, positive, negative, whatever it may be. I yeah. think, I'm sorry, I believe my superpower in this life is to inspire. So my biggest thing is like, I work with basketball, obviously, right? Yeah. And I understand that everybody can't go to the NBA. Everybody can't play college basketball. But I work out with kids as little as nine years old. I've worked out with some pro guys, some college guys, some varsity guys. Everybody can't go. But the thing about it is I try my best to inspire everybody to reach their full potential for basketball. Because the reason why my basketball story is so – I don't even know what to call it is because yeah. I was so <laughs> about what I was doing because somebody else believed in me. And it was crazy because like I kind of explained to you that me me not playing basketball growing up, you know, middle school, elementary, high school, none of that. Basketball was never in the cards for me. No matter how bad I wanted it, I just didn't have the reps or experience. And I had a, you know, a coach Mel believe in me and he inspired me to play. So I'm like, you know what? All I'm doing now, kind of like you said, is just giving back. So yeah. to lead, care, inspire. I think those three things are going to be critical. And I think it'll be a really good blend because how I plan on leading, caring, and inspiring, and how you're going to do is going to be such a good blend where it's just like, what more could you possibly want? Yeah, that's that's great. I love it. I love it. Um, I I read an interesting stat this morning, and I'm not going to be 100% correct on this number, but I believe there have only been about 4,300 players that have played in the NBA since it started. That to wow. me just a mind-blowing number um and and i think it's something like in the nfl it's like twenty-two thousand, or the, it was major league baseball the nfl so being able to inspire kids nowadays to just continue to push through and continue to push themselves even though they may not end up in the nba right there's a very very small chance that all the cards are going to come into play that you're able to get there so obviously i see it when i'm at all these different aau events with my son right there's tons and tons of players and right now at 13 or 14 you never know where they're going to go or where they're going to end up and even the best of the best that are out there that are playing on these great teams something mm -hmm. happens they don't end up there so and and sometimes they get into g league or sometimes they get into the nba and they only last a year so i really feel like setting expectations is going to be super important for for people and I, I think it's super important any day right it's super important for people to set expectations and push yourself but understand where you're at and make sure that you're able to sort of compartmentalize that and push yourself even further to succeed in life even if some yeah. of the opportunities don't end up falling for you so uh, yes. it's good it's good so but you know what though and just to piggyback off that i'll be quick it's funny you say that because even if you listen to some of the nba players or some of the college guys you know they'll tell you everybody can't go like kind of like you said there are guys who get drafted yeah and, you know nba and college that stuff's a little more it's a lot deeper than shoot pass and dribble i'll just say that i won't get on here and talk, that's a whole another podcast episode it's a lot right. deeper than that like there's a lot of things that go into it playing the nba is so hard because you have to sustain a level of basketball that most people can't even accomplish. And it's just like, 
when I, when I'm working with these younger guys, I'm not talking to a middle schooler about playing in varsity, or I'm not talking to a freshman about playing in college. I take it a step at a time. And I try to, you know, implement as many life things as possible. Because like I said, even these guys will tell you, like, you know what, find something to do outside of basketball. Like, don't make your life revert around basketball. I know that sounds really crazy because, you know, some of the guys who are in the NBA now who have played, like, they devote their life to it. Yeah. With so much going on in today's youth, kind of like what we talked about, you got to have some type of outlet. And you know what, after a while, basketball can become, like, a chore almost if you just do too much. So yeah. I think that one of the things that I'm going to continue to do is like, yes, I'll, you know, train guys, push you hard, all that good stuff. But also to remember it's a game and games are supposed to be fun. So yeah. these kids talk about, you know, playing in college and going to the NBA and stuff. And by sophomore, junior year, you're already tapped out and you feel like yeah. you've maxed out. So, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. So I just had to get that yeah. out there. I apologize. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. Um, so I guess maybe we'll end this first podcast with a question and, and I can go first. That'll give you a few minutes to think about the things that you want to bring to the table. But the question is, what are three things that you think youth can focus on right now? And I know it's going to be different for every age, but some of this would apply to all. So I'll, I'll do my all youth and even adults at this point, what are three things that they can focus on in the next six to 12 months that will make a difference and help them succeed in the future? So for me, I'll say one is just getting outside, right? And I know we're in Texas, at least we are, but if, if this gets played in other places, um, you know, a 20 minute walk in the morning just to get your head clear, right? just to get the blood flowing, I think is gonna make a big difference. Um, and we hear about exercise all the time, right? But it, it really does make a difference. If you can get out into some fresh air, clear the air, even if you wanted to listen to the podcast while you're walking, right? Yes, it's just gonna give you sort of a, a, a clearing space for your, your body to maybe sort of kick the day off. So if you're gonna do it, the morning is a great time because it's cooler in the morning. So I think that's one. Two, I think doing your best to minimize the amount of what I would call, I don't want to say dumb time, but time that you are spending on things that are not necessarily productive, right? So we can scroll through TikTok, we can scroll through Instagram, and obviously even as our you know rated wire for youth is out there, we're out, we'll have Instagram, you know, TikTok, we've got all those platforms, but you need to be thinking about how you can balance out your time on a lot of those electronics with other time. So my other piece to the other time would be the two S, friends and family, right? If you can spend quality time with friends and quality time with family um, and break away from the insanity of like being completely zoned in and there's now all ways to track how much time you're spending online on your phone i really feel like if you made a commitment to do those three things over the next six months to 12 months and stuck with it and made a habit of it um if, if you're having some tough times right now I feel like those three things might get you out of that rut 
and moving into sort of a, a new level, a new you. And that really is youth and adults. So those are my three things. Do you have you might you might concur with with two or three of them? Um, yeah. Anything that you can think of that might be a little counter to that or or in addition to? Um, I'm probably just gonna go addition. So I overheard you say two Fs, family and fun. Was that right? Uh, family and friends. Family and friends. Okay, I apologize. Believe it or not, the whole time you were thinking, I'm sorry, you were talking, I was thinking, well, okay, you know what? Those are all extremely important. Doesn't matter if you're 27, 17, doesn't matter. For me, I'm gonna go three Fs, believe it or not. The first one is family. And it's such a crazy concept because for me personally growing up, my family was my family, you know, we're biologically related, but yeah. I have family outside of my family that wasn't related to me. And believe it or not, nowadays, family is not just the people whom you share blood with, it's the people who make you feel safe, they care about you, they, you know, they just give you honest feedback. And for me, I feel like my family, outside of my family, played a really big role in my development of who I am today. Because even to this day at 27, I can still pick up the phone and call guys who I grew up with, we'll chop it up, politic. And it's just like, nothing's ever changed. The only thing that changes is where we live at and how much facial hair we have. That's pretty yeah. much about it. So family was big for me. Number two is just gonna be foundation. And I say that because when you're young, you know, sophomore, junior, something like that, you're not really thinking about the future. You are, but you're not. And I would even go as far to say most high schoolers think about either a week or two weeks in ahead. <laughs> That's me from working in one. I say foundation because I feel like you should always be building for yourself, whether that be working out to get stronger, to get faster, reading to be more comprehensive you nice. know start thinking about your future and try to lay a small foundation because when stuff happens to us in life if we don't have a strong foundation within ourselves then we break and we fall you know so if i'm a basketball player and i have a strong foundation in myself because i practice i work out i strength train when i'm in the real game I'm not gonna be, you know, upset over a couple missed layups or some free throws. I have a strong foundation in myself and I know how to pick my own stuff back up. I think one of the things that we don't focus on in the youth today is having a strong foundation. You know, these kids get one failing grade or car accident or they lose their phone, lose their debit card, and it's like World War III. And it's just like, man, this generation has to have a stronger foundation. And then the last one for me is kind of like you said, I know you said friends, I'm gonna say fun. Believe it or not, fun. Find something to do that's fun. Now, hopefully it's positive and productive, kind of like you said, you know. Um, find something fun to do, you know. Get outdoors and find a new hobby. Go in the park, go on a boat, you know, go skydiving, go watch a baseball game. Find some way to get yourself to do something that you wouldn't normally do. And believe it or not, you may find yourself having a heck ton of fun because one of the first things that I realized when I first moved from Chicago to Texas is some of the people that I had connected with down in the area I lived in was like, they were asking, hey, do you want to go, you know, drive down to Dallas and go to the aquarium? Or, hey, do you want to go ziplining? I'm like, ziplining? Skydiving? <laughs> like, dude, I'm not doing none of that, you know? And it's crazy because my perspective didn't change until my environment changed. Yeah, my change my definition of fun and you know good times. It just changed completely because I swore up and down it was going to be basketball in my community college, basketball in my university, and then trying to play further. Now my fun is outside of basketball. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so those are my three things: family, foundation, and fun. I love it. I love it.
And if if uh, if the circumstances come up, um, maybe we'll get you storm chasing someday so we can go tornado hunting. My other little pass <laughs> Sure, Bill. Let's go chase the tornado. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been absolutely phenomenal. I'm so glad we got our first podcast kicked off. Uh, if you want to connect with Mel and I, we already have Rated Y for Youth email. So it would be Mel, M-E-L, at RatedYForYouth.com or Bill at RatedYForYouth.com. Um, our socials are a little light right now, but we are on Instagram at Rated Y for Youth. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. Uh, YouTube. So we're going to start producing content, pushing some things out, getting some excited things out there. And we hope to connect with the community a little bit more going forward and begin to sort of kick this off and and, and really sort of help out. So we're, we're excited to be a part of the youth, the growing youth, bringing some wisdom and youth to the table to help things out going forward. So uh, I guess until next time, we'll... Uh, We'll end it here. And uh, any parting comments, Mel, before we before we end? I'm just, man, like me, you talked about previously, we have so many ideas and so many breakdowns. And it's crazy because day to day, to day you know, going through coaching and, you know, you being around the youth as well, things come up all the time. So I'm just yep. really excited to continue to launch stuff and get things going. So till next time, guys. All right. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.